Welcome to... All right. I already got something for you guys. (laughs) Great. That was fast. (laughs) Wow. Why would we say welcome to Blindsided? I mean, it's a podcast. It's not like people are coming into our house and we're like, hey, welcome. How's it going? What we really need to discuss is what is the proper opening? Past the gin. Eh. <laughs> well, I, I think welcome's fitting. It's like welcome to our minds. Okay. I, right? can, I can maybe go with that. Uh, Scott, uh, don't just agree. Uh, uh, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I don't know. I was just trying to come up with different things like, hey, yeah, blindsided. Boom, it's blindsided. You could do like a just start with like a boo. <laughs> no? Or a hello. How are you today? That'll never fly. <laughs> I don't know. That was just my first thought for the day is uh welcome just seems sort of weird. Like I don't know. Like I'm just some smiley guy at the window and I'm waiting for someone to come in and then someone comes by and I <gasps> and then they don't. They don't come in. Have you ever considered you're possibly a contrarian? I don't think so. <laughs> I agree. I've always found that awkward when people say welcome to like some kind of media thing because you're not entering anywhere. You're just opening your ears and listening. Right. People have uh, decided to listen to this podcast. I mean, I assume by the thousands at this point, but I mean, it's not like we need to say welcome. I think it's a polite thing to do, and I'm still Googling contrarian. <laughs> Well, I didn't think it was going to be this kind of podcast. <laughs> Social norms. Are I there thought for a we, we did agree that maybe uh, learning one new word a week would be part of the podcast. Can, we, can we say that's over with now? <laughs> Last week was pedantic. <laughs> yeah. So pedantic, <laughs> which means also, right? <laughs> pedantic is like overly detailed in an explanation. Okay. And then contrarian is someone who's just always taking the opposite opinion. Some might call them difficult. Yeah. I have different names for them that I won't use here because it's not that kind of podcast where we trash people, but I know some contrarians. So next week it'll be my responsibility to think of a new word. Yeah. Which will be new to me and not new to you you guys. (laughs) Yes. So anyways, welcome to Blindsided (laughs) here at Pod Populi in Hudson. I've got Joe Turner, Scott Brandstetter, Barry O'Hara and myself, Andrew Gordon, and uh, we're going to entertain you again today, probably way more than last week, because uh, we we uh, have some clawfoot gin and some various bourbons, and let's get into it. I say we do it. Let's do it. Who has a, who has a good question? I know, Joe. <laughs> I know, Joe does. Yeah. I- <laughs> I don't know quite where we want to go yet, how low we want to go. Not as low as you and I discussed. Yeah, the, no, we're not in going the car, there. Scott. No. Um, one of the questions I have, which I thought about shortly before that, who do you think would win in a duel, duel between Harry Potter and Luke Skywalker? Huh? I mean, I can go first. Go. Never seen the Harry Potter movies, never read the books. So, oh my god. I'm going to go with <laughs> ill-informed decision. I'm going to go with Luke Skywalker. I have seen every Star Wars movie several times and I have I have read all of the Harry Potter books and seen all the movies. I am not saying I'm an expert on the subject at all though because I there's people that know way more about it than I do. I will say I have a 15-year-old son who is obsessed with Star Wars. The kid loves Star Wars, which is cool. It's something we have in common. I'm not as obsessed as he is, but he loves it. He's totally into it. According to my son, the comic book Luke Skywalker is so unbelievably OP, as he put it. In other words, the, the, the powers that he has are just like cosmic, like crazy. He can do insane things. Yeah. Because all you get to see in the movies is up to Return of the Jedi, and then there's this huge gap up until The Last Skywalker, right? And he wears these, this old decrepit man who's given up. But in between there, like – his powers just go insane, and he, there is no question he would uh, absolutely destroy Harry Potter. So I was going to go Luke Skywalker too, but slightly different reason. You know, Harry's got to like um, enunciate all of his spells, and you know, he's got to say it right. 
Whereas Luke can just like reach out there and force choke the crap out of somebody. So right. I'm thinking it's all Luke. Plus he's got the lightsaber so he could defend all that magic crap. Yeah, but then I was thinking, well, I guess because you were kind of onto this, Barry, it depends like which Luke Skywalker, right? Is it Tatooine Luke Skywalker who would get his ass beat? Right. Or is it like – but then I was thinking, you know, he's got the lightsaber. He could probably like deflect all those spells. And on the same token, we don't get to see like maximum Harry Potter he, when he becomes an supposedly becomes an Auror later after all the books. Like he, I'm sure he becomes much more powerful. Do you think he? All right. Well, no, let's say not Harry Potter. Dumbledore. Yeah, I think Dumbledore probably wins that fight because he's like crazy OP. Also, do you know what OP stands for? Overpowered. Oh. I thought it was Ocean Pacific. <laughs> I was like, why, why are they all on the West Coast? The ultimate OP person in fiction is Superman. Like, basically invincible, can't be hardly destroyed except, except for, by uh, Batman. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With a kryptonite suit. Uh, right? Superman bugs me. I'm not a fan. Yeah. I mean, just the fact that they just created this character who's like, oh, well, kryptonite will hurt him. Okay. Well, get that near him. How do you do that? I mean, Batman figured it out, but let's face it. He's just so. He trusted Batman. Right. Oh, that was his first see. mistake. Right. But I mean, he's just so po- overpowerful. It's like boring. You dare, could, you dare could say OP. You shorten that right up. To OP. But we could say who would win in the fight between Superman and Batman. I mean, obviously Batman. <laughs> Despite everything I just said about Superman. What's his superpower? He's a billionaire. <laughs> he's a billionaire is mad. Billionaire. Billionaire playboy philanthropist. At least he didn't build a rocket ship. All right. So general consensus is Harry Potter will get whooped. Mm-hmm. I think so. Dumbledore, mm-hmm. it would be a good match. Yeah, I'd, I'd pay per view that. Yeah, me too. I wouldn't pay more than thirty nine ninety five, but <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> Maybe if we all chipped in, you guys come over, bring something. I might pay a little more. Only if we watch it on Garage Couch. Ooh, right. <laughs> Long live Garage Couch. All right, that's one of the 10 subject matters I brought can, today. Can I ask, as long as Barry's throwing out the, the cool acronyms, what's OG stand for? Because I see that written down. Original Gangsta. That one I know. Oh, uh, okay. I even knew that one. See, kids? Yeah. Daddy's cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, is a, he is a podcast on the internets. So, it, may I? so I, was, I was a few minutes late picking up Joe, and uh, as I was driving there, I was thinking, you know, my explanation for this is, oh, I'm sorry, I got behind a Toyota. But, of course, that wouldn't mean anything to most people. But I have, like, these car prejudices. And um, in my my experience, many Toyota drivers are tend to be on the more cautious side of the driver, driver population. And so my wife gives me a, a really hard time about this because she'll be like, oh, you know, you, you have all these prejudices and what have you. So, anyway, Toyota, driving slow is one of mine, particularly like Priuses and some of those. But I just wondered if, like, do you guys have any similar that you're willing to share? I mean, well, car prejudice per se, not really. Just the usual, I would say, you know, you see someone in a flashy sports car and I'm like, uh, a-hole or, you know, and then their music's playing loud and like double a-hole. But uh, I, I do like, I hate people who drive slow in the left lane. I mean, it's just like, come on. And and where I am, well, I I have to leave it dis- undisclosed because, as we know, my fans would follow me. Then um, <laughs> our road is forty five miles per hour, and inevitably I get stuck behind some dude going thirty five, and I'm like, okay, well, maybe they're just not for fam- familiar with the area. And then inevitably they pull into my my home development, and I'm like, you live here, why are you going thirty five? <laughs> so those kind of people bug me. People people who aren't at least going the speed limit. Exactly. I'm that guy. Ah, uh, no, you were, and I was driving with you today. <laughs> you don't even put on blinkers. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I was too busy chit chatting. I, I do have a prejudice when it comes to vehicles, unless you want to go first, Joe. No, go ahead. Okay, then you guys will just skip me like you normally do. But <laughs> Karen's not here. It's not going to work. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Could you? You're, cut, you're in a safe space now. Could you cut me off, please? So I feel. <laughs> I feel at home. This one's for you, Karen. Um, I, this, this is not a political take. Okay. This is an economic take purely economic. I am I'm not trying to divert into the political before you go further. I drive a truck and that is exactly what I was going to talk about. 
Like I don't, knows. I, a person I like pickup trucks, like I wish I had a pickup truck similar to what you have. I, love, I would love to have it. When I, when I retire, that's probably what I will drive because I won't be driving all the time. I got things I want to haul around from here to there, stuff like that. Bodies to move. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people out there drive pickup trucks that do not need to be driving pickup trucks. They drive pickup trucks because their egos can't take not driving pickup trucks. I'm not saying that's true of you. No. In fact, I would assume that's not the case. But there's a, a, a lot of people out there who fit that description, right? They just can't vision, envision themselves driving anything but a pickup truck. So they're rolling around getting 12 miles per gallon because of their weak fucking egos. That really bothers me because all that does – and if you – F-150 is the most – what? The most popular vehicle in the country, right? Mm-hmm. Because you got all these jackass people who literally can't drive anything but that. That's the only car that they can see themselves driving. What, what does that do to gas prices for the rest of us? All that demand for nothing just to burn gas because it's their right to do so. That totally fucks the rest of us. Damn, Barry. I think, I I think Barry's I uh, thought about this for a while. I have. I so. It just annoys the hell out of me. I feel like I'm one of being blindsided on this topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a funny story on that, actually. Okay. So on, on the image. We're going to cut you off here, Joe. Go ahead. It's Scott. This gin is excellent. Let me tell you, Andrew. I'm, I'm so really? grateful. I, I find it a little medicine-y. But go ahead. More for me. And then we'll get to you, Joe. So we, we lived down south for a while. And, um, and we're out time, of time. <laughs> <laughs> at the time, we had... Um, I had a Honda Civic that I loved and, you know, great gas mileage, a little five-speed manual. It was great. Um, and my wife, when we got rid of her college car, she got an F-150 because we lived in a – had a couple acres. We, we burned wood for, you know, uh, to heat the house. It was a solar uh, – underground solar home. And uh, so we needed a truck, right? And we lived in this tiny town. We never drove hardly anywhere. So we um, – anyway, we moved down south and we work in this – you know, very blue collar shop, you know, we're, we're con- repairing control valves and from like uh, refineries and stuff. The guys in the shop just couldn't get over that. I drove the car right. and my wife drove the truck mm-hmm. and they're like, I have no issue with this. Right. I don't, don't really want to drive a truck. It's exactly the attitude I'm talking about. Yeah. But so, see that ties into my thought, which is I like, let's say you're at a stoplight and you're behind somebody and they're not moving. Right. You know, you normally give it like a, come on buddy. Or like, you know, come on honey or whatever. Right. I always assume a certain sex is driving a certain vehicle. True. And, and Karen's called me out on. You're from Middletown, though. <laughs> She's called me out on a couple. Like, I'll be like, come on, buddy. You know, like, move that truck. And she'll be like, why do you think it's a guy? I'll be like, I don't know. Is it, is it true that you're also in favor of White History Month? <laughs> I am not in favor of White History Month. <laughs> Let's get that clear. <laughs> Oh, don't worry, we're going to beat that out. Okay. Yeah. Are you going to? I figured out after last week how to beef stuff out when I uh, inadvertently oh, <laughs> posted right. people's phone numbers and names on the uh, on the podcast. I've been to Middletown. I know about Middletown. Joe's the exception. He's a saint. They make some great liquor, though, don't they? Do. they? I, I really do enjoy that stuff. I'm yeah. not going to shout out who it's, who it is yet until maybe they sponsor us sometime. Good, yeah. good point. Or maybe shout them out so then. We can go back and get them to sponsor us. I guarantee you next time I go to Kentucky, I will swing by that place and buy some more of that gin. It's a double-edged sword. I'm not going to say it yet. I'll save it. All right. Next topic. Barry? Uh, okay. Just so you can't see this, because I guess on a podcast you can't see things. You can only hear them. Really? Um Barry's got his phone, and it's got a nice little like kickstand s- kickstand to it. It's pretty cool, um, so you can just flip through his stuff. How many axes is that kickstand? It it only it opens like way way up, right? But it but it's like a scissor yeah device. It, yeah, it's nice. It costs ten bucks, and it, it's got adhesive. It's not part of the case. I'll give you guys a full rundown. We just had like five people unsubscribe <laughs> during that conversation. <laughs> What? Could you, could you pick it <laughs> Sorry. up, Barry? <laughs> All right, I digress. Go ahead, Barry. Ketchup on your fries or um, fries into the ketchup? Uh, fries into the ketchup. Totally fries into the ketchup. I love. Yeah, fries. I love. Everybody who knows me knows I love ketchup. I love Heinz ketchup. Um, I put that shit on everything. I'm, I'm, I'm Hunts all the way. Uh, we can no longer be friends. <laughs> Heinz ketchup can go fuck itself. 
It's just the location of the ketchup that <laughs> no, bothers you. That's well, hundred percent. Yeah. And speaking of uh, ketchup on or or uh, dipping it in, does anyone put mayo on their fries? Yes. It's really good. Middle town. Uh, I uh, technically I put the fry in the mayo. Yep. Yep. Not the mayo on the fries. Just mayo or anything else in the mayo. Sometimes I will, when I'm feeling adventurous, I will mix the ketchup and the mayo up into like a nice yeah. pink salmon hue. Yeah. And then I'll dip in my fries. Yeah. Sriracha mayo. I do that sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Sriracha mayo is also really good. When I was in D.C., I went to a burger place and uh, I don't remember the name. Not that it's important. Save it. They had a bunch of different like things like uh, mayo and a chipotle sauce and ketchup and mustard and this and that. And I was like, it was those little squirt things you put in the little, little cups. And I just took everyone I could. And I was like. Fry dip, mm, that's good. Fry dip, mm, that's good. Wait, what's the what's the cup where you pour all the different boozes in? The infinity, infinity cup. Infinity. So it's like an infinity condiment. Yeah. Thing. Nice. Exactly. I got one more. I hope so. Just one more. Yeah, that's it. I'm I'm, I'm out after this. Uh, that's that's disappointing. I know it's bad. I still- I've, I've got some, and uh, and we still don't know who's who's gonna. Uh, I mean, we all. If we, if if you, anyone knows how you get blindsided, it's difficult because we all have to pretend like we're focusing on everybody, but really, somebody behind the scenes is getting screwed over somewhere. I know it. I think it's me today, to be honest. But uh, that's. Like, just I my feel thought. pretty safe because it was me last week, but maybe that's the blindside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, uh, again, I I digress, but uh, that's that's my uh, catchphrase now. Just like yours is, where's the gin? Or, yeah. or uh, is it time for gin? What, Pass, what the gin. Pass the gin. Yeah. Mine's, I digress. I like it. Every five minutes. So toilet paper in the holder correctly or upside down? Or do you, or, or do you actually, the question is. <laughs> we know which way you feel. <laughs> over the top or around the back? Yeah. So is it in the, do you put it in correctly or who cares? Is there a, is there a correct way or do you not care? I do notice when it's put in incorrectly by Karen through the back. <laughs> I do notice when it's hanging on the back. When it's hanging in the front, like I don't really notice. So I guess I do lean towards yeah. it should be hanging over the front. Yeah, over the top. Yeah. Who usually replaces it? Is it Karen? No. Uh, Just whoever. Yeah, whoever. Okay. She would oh, disagree, but yeah, she would disagree. There was one. There was one point where Karen. Liked the look of you know the toilet paper in folded into a little diamond. No, and I so she that. would do that, mm-hmm. and then like that lasted. She about. didn't say I had to do it, but you could see she was insinuating that it looks nice and maybe I should try it. I didn't take the bait, and um, she just let that one go. But yeah, for a while there, it was kind of nice. I'd walk into my bathroom, and I'd be like, I'd be like, hey, look a hotel me. room. I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm fancy. Yeah, I noticed that at brunch when we would come over. Did she do yeah. it then? Oh yeah, yeah. Christmas I brunch. Yeah. I would never ever. Ever, ever do that? Never. I don't. I that would be a, almost a deal breaker for me. And I respect it. Don't get me wrong. I love that Karen wants to put that effort in, and that you maybe went along with it for five minutes. But me, I would never, ever do that. So if you went into our bathroom and you saw that, you'd be like, "What the hell?" No, like I said, I respect. Why am I even it. over here? No, that's not it. I respect it. It's it's sort of like, it's you know it's like Jim what Jim Gaffigan says it's like like making your bed is like tying your shoes after you take them off and doing that with the toilet paper is the same it's the same idea. Uh, I don't give a shit. I'll put it on the floor, put it on the toilet, put it on top of the toilet roll holder just to be a dick. But uh, <laughs> also you have to understand the other part of the equation: who replaces the toilet paper. Let me just read some recent texts. <laughs> I won't say who's texting me, but it could be anyone. Could I have some toilet paper? Toilet paper? Question mark. Um, can you please leave me some toilet paper? Um, out of toilet paper. <laughs> that's that's what goes on in their house. So I don't know about you, but who sits down on the toilet when you have to go? I get sometimes you have an emergency and you're just like, I got to go. Um, but who sits down, you're getting ready to do whatever, and you're like, eh, 
There's no toilet paper. Maybe perhaps I should get up and get some before I sit yeah, down. I, I generally take stock of the situation yes. before committing. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you if you take care of business and then you discover that there's no toilet paper, that's just a rookie, total rookie mistake mistake here. I, mean, yeah. I, I won't say who in the household, but some of them are gonna have some problems when they get into the real world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I'm just thinking, you know, they're in a dorm room and they're in the, you know, dorm toilets and it's just hello? Hello, <laughs> toilet paper. This reminds me of a quick story. You guys have probably heard it. Barry has not, and none of our thousands of listeners have. <laughs> I went down to uh, Talladega to a NASCAR race, and I stayed the night in the infield. And the next morning, they had these like bathrooms, right? Everybody went to the bathroom in the morning. So I'm standing in this line of probably 20 people deep. These are portable portable toilets. No, this is like – it was in a building, oh. right? And then they had like stalls inside, right? Okay. So I'm standing like 20 people deep, you know, kind of hungover. Everybody was, right, waiting for my turn, doing my morning thing. And I get like three or four away and I look. There's no stalled doors. Oh, that's So when you were going to the bathroom, you're staring at the guy that's waiting and the 20 people – that are waiting. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Christian just brought us some toilet paper. You're a good egg, Christian. He's a good egg. Go ahead. But, and this has been the Toilet Paper Podcast. Yeah. Yeah. But isn't that the most awkward thing? That's terrible. I just remember uh, this was probably the could, quickest, could around, sir? quickest dump I've ever taken. That was Bedford High School. Really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh. Our schools didn't have to- uh, doors on No them. doors. Never took a dump at I never. Ever. I never went to the bathroom. Me either. I think Me either. in high school. I mean, you're Not just once. scarring children. <laughs> well, the only way to do it is you go into class and then you ask for a pass. Like, yeah, oh, I, yeah. I got to use it. And then you, because then there's no one in there. That's, right. that's the only way you're getting away with it. Why didn't you want to go that to the one bully room in the hall? Not the smoke. No, there's no doors on the, on the, on the. That was the only reason? Not because you're afraid of getting beat up? No. Come on, Barry. I never got beat up in high school. Yeah, me neither. Not that I remember. Now, there were probably people that wanted to beat me up. I wasn't a fighter. You're a lover. Not even that. I was neither. I was neither too. <laughs> I was neither. I wasn't a fighter. I wasn't a lover, but I had a mouth on me. <laughs> that Can't does imagine. not surprise me. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. But that was the only thing keeping me alive in high school was that, all right, I'm, I may be able to beat up Andy, but he's going to say something that's just going to make me look like an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I had this uncanny wit about me that kept me out of... I would just mostly confuse people, right? They'd look at me and I'd say a couple things funny or maybe insulting, and they'd be like, uh, what did he just say? And then I'd just be out of there. <laughs> Joe out. I mostly just kept a low profile, but I also raced motorcycles, so that was like cool enough yeah. that no, kind of yeah. edgy. Yeah. Yeah, bad boy. Yeah. Well, it, was, it was dirt bikes. I mean, they weren't like bad, but it like, wasn't street bikes where I was wearing leather to class or anything. Don't but, sell yourself short. But it was viewed as cool. So we know was, you're a badass. Yeah. yeah. I mean, drive a truck. Overcompensation. <laughs> so Destroying the economy. I do that because <laughs> I'm serving the children. That's so, true. Yeah. A lot of people need trucks. They do. A lot of people need their trucks, and I totally get it. I hope to be a person like that and, one day. And just so you know, there was talk about uh, maybe blindsiding you about serving the children, but we all decided that. We didn't trust ourselves to keep it on a professional level. Yeah, that's probably best. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, Thank so you. so we're just avoiding the topic. We'll have to come at it from a different angle at some point. Right. You got something, Andy? I do. It's a great one. Look behind you. Pick a tile. Behind us are tiles with the names of all the other podcasts that go on here. Pick one and tell me what you think it's about. That well, the easy one. I know the easy one. Well, I, I would prefer, you, even if it's easy, that you make something <laughs> better up. <laughs> All right. Well, I will let Barry go first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it'll help, I'll go first because uh, I had one in mind. Yeah. So there's one back there called Dear Dog. And there's two ladies on the bottom, and there's a dog with his head. It's a religious podcast by people who are um, dyslexic. Uh, I, that, that's close to what I would say. I mean, 
to me, yes, in that it looks like the dog's coming down from heaven. But my take on it is these ladies live together and they're insane and they think their dog talks to them. <laughs> and they have a whole podcast where they sit there talking to the dog who isn't talking back to them, but they act like the dog is. So there's like, oh, Rover, that's so funny. Oh, my God. Did you really do that today? And then, you know, the other lady's like, yeah. Oh, my God, Rover. So that's what I think the podcast is about. I'd listen to that. Yep. Now, see, now I was looking at the one that says "Private Lessons with Jesus" mm-hmm. <laughs> um, from a, a Course in Miracles, and I look at that as she obviously wants to learn how to cook some Mexican food, <laughs> like Latin food, and so um, she takes these private lessons, cooking lessons with Jesus, popular chef. They make uh, burritos and tamales. I love it. Scott or Barry, you got to pick one. Well, I'm, I'm looking at the postpartum party. Okay. So she's next to the pool. She's holding a Corona. So clearly childbirth has been great for her. <laughs> she's living life yeah. to her fullest. She really is. Yeah. Julie Fitzpatrick. Good for you, Julie. She's obviously got a nanny. Uh, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, postpartum is not a party. <laughs> no. That pool has a water, like a water. Are we gonna get sued for this? Like a- <laughs> oh, we'll just beep out her name. Okay. <laughs> I think once you put a podcast out there, you're a public figure, and you're it's fair, true. You're fair game, Julie. We have nothing against you. We're just making fun of. We hope everybody goes and watch and listens to your podcast. We're, we're promoting it, actually. Yeah, that's how I felt. She looks like a beautiful woman with a beautiful home, yes. and a beautiful pool, and she has, she obviously is a great mother. Yes, no doubt. How about you, Barry? Anyone strike your fancy out there? I'll, I'll be honest. I have been staring at these pictures of all these different podcasts, and I'm thinking to myself, like, who listens to this stuff? And then I look at ours, <laughs> and I think the same exact thing. <laughs> Our wives. <laughs> Did your wives listen to it? Oh, I, I was going to make a comment about that, actually. that's I'm glad you brought that up. I can tell you for sure that my wife will never listen to a podcast that I am on ever. That's so disappointing. The only way that she will listen to any one of these podcasts is if she hears that someone was talking about her, then she'll have to investigate and find out exactly what was said. Do we have to name her by name? We are talking about her. Right. So, but unless it gets back to her, uh, that, you know, she won't listen to it. That's fine. If she doesn't listen to it, could she at least subscribe and maybe give us five stars? (laughs) I'll yeah, have, I'll have to ask. Great review, subscribe. Come on, Adrian. Uh, Adrian listened to it. I could. I was upstairs in my office, and I could hear her listening to downstairs, and she was laughing. And then I was like, "Were you laughing because you know us, or were you laughing because it was just funny?" And she said, "Well, it was just funny." And I said, "You know, there were a couple times where I probably should explain some things. Like, I should have probably explained who Karen was, but I figured people would figure it out um, over the course of time. Yes. Yeah, uh, but." Uh, in general, uh, the people who have given me feedback have said, regardless of whether they knew who we were, they enjoyed it. Now, they could just be blowing smoke, but. We'll get back to the podcast that I wanted to make a comment about, but I, I want to find out if Karen's going to listen to, has to listen to any podcasts. She has listened to some podcasts. I don't think she's listened to this one yet. It's only been one. Yeah. I think it's, I think she would listen to it though. Oh, that's good. Very nice. I'd like to think weekly, right? But I can't guarantee that. There's no, there's no guarantees. Carol did listen to it. She said she enjoyed it a lot. What surprised me was she said that she had a hard time distinguishing Andy and Joe from each other. Well, she was listening to it at uh, one and a quarter speed. True, true. Don't we but all kind of sound similar at one and a quarter speed? So just for you, Carol, I'm going to talk like this from now on. So am I. <laughs> <laughs> That may dilute the effect. Oh. <laughs> Maybe one of us will talk like this. <laughs> Acting. Uh, so what do you got for us, Barry? I, I am kind of curious about what Tatum O'Neill has to say in her podcast. I am kind of curious. That woman has led an extraordinary life, you know, by you, anybody's measure. Do you know what her life is? I just know it's extraordinary. <laughs> It feels you almost like had me, Barry. I almost thought you followed Tatum O'Neill. It almost feels like you don't know anything about her at all. Well, I think she's Ryan O'Neill's daughter, right? Who was married to Farrah Fawcett. Fawcett. Mm-hmm. Who, yeah, who recently 
oh, fair. a couple years ago died. But well, I don't think I'm, I'm pretty sure that's not Farrah Fawcett's daughter, Tatum O'Neill. Wait a minute. Was it last? Well, our only other po- podcast episode. Um, somebody mentioned about getting a Playboy that had somebody in it. Vanna White. I Vanna had White. Yes. yes. Farrah Fawcett. I that's found a, a Farrah Fawcett Playboy from 1995, I think it was. So she was. Uh, she was at least 40 something, but. Um, 95, yeah. Yeah. She was, it was still attractive. Oh, very much so. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm quite curious about what, what's going on in Tatum's life. I may have to. I, I don't see. I don't think I could listen to it though, because I'm curious. But then I'd probably listen to it and I'd be like, I don't know, Tatum. I just don't know. See, I, I just downloaded the first episode of Dear Dog. Just Did now? You? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I got to know what that's about. You know what? I, I think we would we'd be doing ourselves in these other podcasts a disservice by not downloading at least one episode of the like. Private lessons with Jesus. Jesus. Say who? Jesus. Like I want to download that now because I want to find out about cooking. <laughs> Myrna appreciates you. Yeah. yeah. So I, I'm looking at this one. The um, I, I know I've already had my turn, but no, keep going. Cra- yeah, crazy. And no, and nobody can see some technical difficulties. Cra- so you crazy keep going. rich neighbors. I mean, that can't possibly be about Hudson, can it? No. Okay. Okay. I don't even know where Hudson's at. I don't think any of these are local that I've seen. Except for the ones that are done like right here. Oh, I assume they're all local. No, some of them are not because Pod Populi has uh, locations, I think, all over the country. Um, so they could be coming from anywhere. And let's face it, most podcasts are coming from teenagers' basements or that's uh, true, or or adult men who still live at home with their moms. So we got that going for us. We're adults. We've I, I launched. Got, I got a quick one, Andy. While you're doing, are you looking for something still? I am. I'm having some technical difficulties, so you do that, and right. I will get this over to myself. Also thought of this earlier <laughs> today. <laughs> What's the largest mammal you think you could kill with your bare hands? Oh, oh my God. I had such a similar question, too. Really? Yeah, that's so funny. Um, Is a mouse be- being too braggadocious? <laughs> if that's the largest animal? <laughs> no, I think I could take it down a dog, no problem. Depends on the dog, though. Uh, no. We all Any know dog. how to take down a dog, though. Any dog. Right, yeah. Any dog? Can, Joe, could you explain to us how to take down a dog? No, because apparently that's already been hashed out with um, South Park. They copied your idea? South Park did an episode on that. That That's your idea. I know it's my it idea. It included the finger and the... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. What, in their eye or something? No. Uh, Are you baiting me to tell you? I don't know. Right, so I have this theory. When I go out running sometimes, sometimes a dog will come out and chase me, and it startles me. And then I thought my defense mechanism for stopping a wild animal from attacking me is to shove my finger up their butt. Up their butt. Yeah. Because that's like – I can't bite it because like other animals bite, right, and yeah. like scratch. Yeah. But I don't think any other animal defends itself by sticking something up the other animals. So I get the element of surprise is my point, right? Oh, yeah. So, like, the dog would be like, oh, I'm going to tear your head off. What are you doing? <laughs> and then, like, the dog would be all freaked out. And then, like, I could get away or I could go with some of my patented, you know, survival moves. So the dog's like, I wanted to rip your throat out, but now it's just way too awkward. Yeah, yeah. right. We I debated think, whether you had to lick your finger first. No, you're not got time to do that. <laughs> but I'm, I was just wondering, like, do you think you could kill a cow with your bare hands? Yes. Like, you could walk up to it and be like, hey, cow, and then, like, act like you're all cool, and then, like, just jump on its back and maybe try to choke it out or something. I, I think he'd snap its neck. No. I'd be no doing the movies. No. No? no? no. Too no. strong? Too strong. Oh, my gosh. Way too strong. What if I just berated it about being a cow and just made it so sad it... Like, hurt its feelings? Yeah, hurt its feelings. No. So I think choke is the approach. Right. But it's like, so then what animal is small enough that you could choke it out? Oh, you don't think I? You think a cow's too big for me to choke it out? Oh yeah, really? Oh yeah, man. I I grew up on a farm. I I worked cattle all the time. You think it would shake me off? It's like bucking me like a horse. Totally. Really? Cows. They can break your ribs. Like like if you're standing next to them, they swing their head. All right. Well, how about like a large goat? You think I could do that? As long as it didn't have horns. Horns. Yeah, get the horns situation. (laughs) And then the devil's gonna come get you because that's his animal. That's his critter, man. All right, maybe a lamb. A lamb. Could you look into those doughy eyes of a lamb and be well, like... Well, I, I would be on its back choking it. Sheep. 
Yeah. Sheep are quite big and very docile. All right, so now I'm starting to have doubts about <laughs> how large the animal would be. So you really think your answer is going to be a mouse? No, I said dog. That was my real answer. Not that I would. I mean, that would be cool. No, no. Uh, first of all, I'm not condoning. This is a survival technique, right? What's yeah, the largest right. mammal that could attack you that you think that you so could I, kill with your bare hands? I wasn't thinking a sheep was likely to attack. I was thinking like a dog might attack. Well, what if you? What if Andy was berating it, and then I was just really angry at anybody, any man? Does sheep get mad at that? Okay, yeah. Like I wouldn't take on any cats, you know, like a mountain lion or a bobcat, because they're just going to rip your oh, guts yeah. out. Yeah, I think a dog would do the My same house thing. House cat, though. man. Oh, psh, dogs are gross. Oh, dude, tell a Rottweiler that. Is it time for my uh, amphibian podcast yet? I, I almost did something with that too. <laughs> that one really intrigued me. Um, for me, a coyote, because I've thought about this because I've come across them when I'm running, and I'm like, could I take a coyote if I had to? I mean, they usually just run away, but in the winter they get a little hungry, and some of them are quite big too. Yeah, and now they get like a little. Uh, they, they're ready to have sex, right? Mm. Um, so I wonder. I mean, I'm hot, so. I think even to a coyote, they'd be like... You don't want that to happen because, yeah. you know, they, they lock up for like 30 minutes after they, they act. Just like me. Um, <laughs> but yeah. I th- part of their penis that like swells and that locks them inside the female? Isn't that... Barry, why are you looking shocked? Isn't Dude. that... You didn't know that? Isn't that how it works for us? I'm supposed to know about coyote sex? Well, any canine. Happens to all of them. I, I have thought if I had to, if one got close enough to me, if I would have to punch it and take it down. Yeah. Like, I think you could give it a couple blows. If, I mean, if I'm running with someone else, I always <laughs> think about how I can just push them in front Phrasing. of me. Phrasing. <laughs> and it would get locked up in Andy's face. All right. Before we go any further, as you know, this podcast ain't, ain't cheap. <coughs> we got to pay the bill. So, you know, we go out and we get commercials. Um, this is the wrong commercial, though. So uh, uh, we're going to have to keep going for a little bit because – Oh, man. Do you know to fill air? Oh, Barry's got something. Fill, fill a little right. air. Cause Barry got nothing? I, I'm sorry. God. Oh, what's that smell? No, it's too early. It's too <laughs> early. That's what I've been looking for. Joe, most. one more question. All right, one more question. Uh, all right, this is kind of going down. Because after we come back from the commercial, then. If you had to swap underwear with some oh. other person in this room, who would you swap underwear with? <sighs> Jeez. It would. Uh, oh, it would I, be Scott. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was mine, gonna say Joe. Mine would not be Scott's. I, I'm saying Joe. All right. A- Andy runs too much. He's gonna be all sweaty and like I, he's. he's I great. clean. He I clean myself up pretty well. Showers but, afterwards. Yeah, but he's 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 a high exertion kind of individual. But uh, I. Mary, you look like Scott. you're thinking about it. Yeah. About my underwear. Oh God. <laughs> Come on, Barry. You got to give an answer. I can't go commando. Nope. Well, your your wish is that, like, if I choose, oh, I choose Barry, and Barry's like, I'm commander. like, great, but then I don't have to wear your underwear. But, see, I was going to go Andy because I think Andy's a boxer guy, right? I am. Yep. Oh. You're not, I think, no, Scott. I'm a boxer brief. Right. And so, oh. I mean, all I, your stuff that's touching that underwear, yeah. and I don't want to put full those contact, on. Full contact. Right. Yeah, I just full changed contact. my mind. I'm going Andy. Hmm. Or you, Joe. I don't care, but I'm not putting those things on. Yeah, if I had known that, I probably would change my, my answer. <laughs> nope, you're, you're, you're a thong, though, right, Joe? I'm not a thong. Okay. Or a whitey. I was going to act like I'm a whitey tidy, but I didn't want to edit this and like people think I'm a whitey tidy. <laughs> no, I'm a boxer. So I would have been a safe choice. Yeah. Oh. Then my, I don't know. Yeah. But then you also have to so think about my like, first choice. Oh, oh, great. Nobody wants my underwear. I just don't know you that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the reasons, Barry. I didn't. Don't know whether you're a. I think you're a tidy whitey. Never. Based on your hat, I think you're a tidy whitey. Never. Hundred percent boxer since you know, really? I've been eighteen. Mm, okay. You know, some people when they're told they look like a offshore fisherman <laughs> might change their outfit, but not Barry. He just keeps it going. He embraces it. I so love what, it. what do you all wear when you're running? You don't wear boxers then, do you? I no. wear nothing. Because my shorts have linings. Linings. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple pairs. You got to hold don't. the boys, you know, when you're running. All right. So here's a little. Too much information, but I'll share it. Everybody's favorite. Um, so when I first started running, and and I ran with shorts that had lining, I was still like, this feels weird. Like, I, I feel like I need underwear, right? Because, you know, I just felt like 
I needed some th- some barrier. So I went on the Brooks website and they had like these like running briefs and I was like, yeah, that's what I need. I need running briefs to hold my stuff in and and they're really just panties. <laughs> they look just like panties. And I would wear them and be like, running, yeah. And my wife was like, those are panties. <laughs> Do they have lice? No. Oh, okay. I mean, they are, they're obviously manly panties, obviously, when I'm wearing them, but. Uh, That's sandpaper for lace. Yeah. Uh, they were definitely panties. Anyways, I still wear them occasionally because I have a couple pairs of running shorts that are like waterproof that, that don't have any lining. So I'll throw those on. So next time you guys are in a board meeting, right? You conference room or whatever, you're looking around thinking about who would I want to swap underwear with? If I had to. I've never thought that about our executives. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You Thank you for playing. Now you're going to. Welcome. All right. We got to pay the bills. Uh, I won't mention what service I was using that was messing up my files, but F you. Anyways, we have a commercial, as always. Thank you for sponsoring our podcast. This one's a great, great product. I hope you all uh, enjoy it. From the makers of My Pillow comes an innovative new product sure to take America by storm. Introducing Your Pillow. Your Pillow is the first pillow designed specifically to shield you from whatever is going on in the world. All while delivering the same comfort of the My Pillow product. Tweets getting you down. Smother your head in your pillow. Latest Cardi B song making you feel uneasy? The patented Your Pillow design allows it to cover your ears as well. No matter what social media posts upset you, let Your Pillow give you a peaceful night's sleep. I was scared at night because it sounded like a monster was grunting real loud in Mommy and Daddy's room. Thanks, Your Pillow. Bonus. Act now and we will send you a Your Blanket when you need to totally shut yourself off from the world outside. Thank you, Your Pillow. We Very appreciate nice. your support. Wow. Good job. Very nice. Unlike is there, is, Barry, I did not compose that music. Is there a number <laughs> I could call or a website I could go to for that? Well, I assume it's 1-800-YOUR-PILLOW, <laughs> and I would love for people to call it and tell me what they get. <laughs> All right. I think it's time we make a, a swift effort at whoever is going to have to answer something totally off the cuff that the other three have had to look at. So now's your chance, boys. Wait, what? Wait, I think we're, we're ready to blindside somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Oh, no. Oh, that was like a. That's your chance. That's I'm like a stare all down. If it's me, go for it. If it's if we're going with Barry, I'm ready. I say we go with Barry. All right. Good. I have to replug. <laughs> I have to replug my phone in. Oh, actually, I had two for Barry. So, uh, which one were you thinking? Were you prepared for the more intricate of the ones? I'm prepared. Whichever one does not involve me. Okay. <laughs> so Barry, one thing we know about Barry is he he's a musician. Um, he created some amazing songs in the past that we've gotten to hear. And so I was thinking we need a theme song for Blindsided. I would love to work on it. Great, because you're going to work on it right now. Oh, good. <laughs> um, but first, uh, I came up with a with a song. Um, so I'm going to take this this opportunity for you to use this song. So during during this song, he has to come up with his own song. Yeah, well, you know, Scott and and you can uh, chime in first, but here's what I came up with. My side is so great; it's a podcast. Oh, yeah. 
A little bit of trivia there. Um, thank you, John Cafferty, for actually doing the vocals for that. And the Beaver Brown Band. Uh, just John Cafferty. Surprisingly <laughs> enough, I was at Starbucks. There's John Cafferty asking me what I want. No way. If I want a, a Frappuccino. or I was like, John, what's going on? I, I guess he times haven't been great for him. <laughs> really? Yeah. So, anyways, blindsided. That was my version. I liked it. The, the echoey was a little bad, I guess, but uh, so is my voice. So you covered some, it up. I mean, uh, John Cafferty's voice. <laughs> I can help with that production. That's so when does uh, Barry have to come up with this by next week or by the end of the show? Oh, I think you should come up with it right now. All right, Barry, get out pencil and paper. We'll talk about some stuff while you're ready. Right? You got three minutes. Go. <laughs> you want me to write lyrics for? I know, Joe. Joe, your your second. Was was one of my choices too. Yeah, so I actually only came up with the tagline, which was um, instead of "blinded by the light," it's "blindsided," not quite right. And then I didn't finish it. <laughs> right, I'll be going. Well, that's that's way ahead of what Barry's given us. Yeah, I was good. I was thinking like original music. Oh, I would love for you to do original music with original lyrics. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be like. Incredibly elaborate. Just give us a taste of what would be included in the lyrics. What sort of words or thoughts do you have? Um, I'm so glad it wasn't me this week. Let's go, Barry. Man, that's tough. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's really tough. It's all blindsided. Go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd probably just say, you know, the names of everybody. Good. A good start. Mm-hmm. And I would talk about um, how funny it is. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I would say that it's super awesome. All right. How about we go about this route? How about you be quiet for like three minutes and like write down? Really? Yep. Joe. That's called blindsided, Barry. Listen, that's how the Beatles did it. Yeah. So uh, the three of us will talk. You've got – where's the clock? He's got three minutes to write. Well, look, right there. He's got till 50. All right, Barry. you got three minutes to write at least a few lyrics for blindsided. I thought he was a creative, but I guess not. No, uh-uh. he's remember he's just like a guitarist. You guys are killing me. Just, yeah, I'm just gonna say I no creativity. So if you ever put me on the spot like that, I'm probably walking out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you you don't have anything. I got Google. A Google will work. Uh, I got another one here. Yeah, go. Just because Barry, don't look at me. You you should be focusing on your writing. I'm sorry. Um. If you had to be one of the fingers on either hand, which finger would you be? I, uh, this is a no-brainer for me. Okay. I'd be my right thumb. Why is that? Uh, one, hitchhike with it. Okay. Two, uh, as we stated earlier, if a dog was attacking me, I could use it to stick in its butt so it would stop attacking me. Okay, so it's the protector. Yeah. Okay. Um, it just I, – I think – I use it more than any other finger. Yeah, so I took a different approach. Well, first of all, Scott, you, you thought about this at all? You didn't wake up in the middle of the night and think if you had to be a finger, which would you be? These are gr- great questions that I think everybody has but is afraid to talk about. I, I want people listening to this to be like, hmm, what finger would it be? So I wouldn't be the thumb because it hurts a lot, right, when you're hammering. Like the thumb's always taking some sort of beating, and it's always busy. Like you're always using your thumb. So that's just too much work for me as a finger. Mm. I wouldn't be an index finger, the pointer finger, on any hand. Because uh, it does touch food, which is cool, but it also spends a lot of time up my nose. It's <laughs> big of you to admit that. Yep. And, and it's also involved with, along with my middle finger, which does get attention, the center of attention or come sometimes. Um, you wipe with it, right? At least my right hand. Well, we didn't go there earlier, but, you know, the bidet thing. Yeah. You don't do any sort of wiping with the bidet? You just dry, you know. With kind of, your hand, though? You know, I really want to talk about bidets. Nope. Oh. You, Barry, not up. You, before you finish, you can tell us which, which finger you would use, but Scott's going to go first. Which finger you would be? I'd be the ring, hand, ring finger on my left hand. 
And your reasoning being? It does the least amount of work. It does the least amount of work. <laughs> it gets to occasionally taste food, like a chicken wing or hamburger or something. <laughs> I don't wipe with that hand. And it gets to wear some bling occasionally. Wow. Uh, it's almost like a little pet you would dress up. Yeah, and like it wouldn't be a pinky because I think the pinky's kind of like a, I don't know. It's like the kicker on a football team, like what they really do, right? Agreed. So anyways, I don't necessarily know that there's a better answer unless listeners think about it. If you want to email what you think your best finger would be. And that email is getblindsidedpod at gmail.com. Good point, Joe. Thank you. Ring finger on your non-dominant hand. And just so everybody knows, I am sifting through the volume of emails we've had. It's just me. So lead times like what six months probably probably I yeah. mean thousands thousands I'm trying to sort them in a specific manner. We may have to do a why Andy's a saint after going through all those emails. Thank you, but we all know that's not true. I kind of so like I this would... podcast without Barry talking. Right, that nonsense he normally <laughs> nonsense dribble he normally talks. I, about. I haven't heard any word of gin for like. <laughs> I know. I think I, I'm proud of myself for my question because. It, Barry is just flummoxed. Yeah. Oh, I didn't say flummoxed. I'm saving that for next week for the word of, word of the week. Too late. All right, Scott, how about you? So I'm gonna I'm gonna go the opposite way of Joe, and I'm thinking like, what fingers most do I use the most? Like, what's the? Because I'm a hard worker, right? So it's either the the right thumb because that's what you navigate your phone right. with a lot, or the right index finger because that's you know you, you use it a lot. I think you might have a point there because, like, if somebody was like, you need to cut off some of your fingers, right? Like, I would probably choose a pinky first, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then I'd probably choose one of my my ring fingers. Yeah. Like I but again, I mean, like, back to the old my old saying is, you know, Joe's got this work of the shit figured out. And whereas, like, I work way too hard and, and I think you've got it. You got a better work life balance than I have. Yeah, I work really hard too, right? You do, Scott? yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Work very hard for my employer. You, um, you deserve at least a twenty percent raise. Yeah, yeah. For taking on all that extra work that yeah. you've uh, agreed to take on this week. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Barry? What finger? We'll give you that. What finger for what? <laughs> Would you want to be? Obviously. Uh, what are you? You've been busy with something. You're good to go. Thumbs up. Will you be a thumb for for sure? It's definitely the most useful finger. How many times do you hit your thumb during woodworking? Splinters. I, he's a fisherman. I have smashed my thumb uh, doing wood turning, which is one of my favorite things to do. I have just smashed the crap out of it, like blinding pain where I was dizzy and almost passed out. I've done it. And like you would, like if you were a thumb, you'd be like, it's worth it. You know, the thing about my thumb, though, is it took it and it's, it's still here. Oh, yeah. And it doesn't just kind care. of a badass yeah. finger. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, have you come up with a great song it's also, to wow it's also us on? What separates us from the other primates. You know, we have the opposable thumb, so we're special in that way. So maybe it should be the thumb. I think. Nope. Well, for me, going back here, this thumb, my right thumb, doesn't get any abuse because when I'm hammering, this is. Oh. So it would be my left thumb that gets hurt. So my right thumb's just. He's like he's the Bruce Wayne. Yeah. You know, well, I'm am, and my left is the Alfred. Oh, I'm saving that for next week. Uh-huh. You should. And right. time's up, Barry. Here Let's we go. go. Let's hear it. Whatever you got, we're, we're the world in. premiere of the Blindsided theme song. This is the first verse. Are you ready? Yes. Blindsided podcast. Everybody listen. All right. I like that. Okay. Everybody listen. I'm listening. All right. Three people know what the topic is today. <laughs> Not listening. Is this a haiku? <laughs> The, the second line doesn't rhyme with the first line. Okay. The third Keep line going. rhymes okay. with the first line. Okay. All right? Okay. Stay with me. Okay. If you miss an episode, you don't know what you're missing. See, that, line is, uh, that rhymes with listen, yes. which was mm. the first line. Okay. Right, you can dissect this first, and then I want you to run through it. <laughs> yep. I feel like I'm, I'm watching – I'm listening to Paul McCartney and John Lennon like figure out a song. I yeah. picture like 20 years from now, like Peter Jackson is going to do like a documentary of us in the studio. Yep. Yeah. It'll be like 50 hours. This podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this was the day they actually came up with the theme song. <laughs> Listen to this. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> Last line. 
Now, now let me take you back to the second line, which was three people know what the topic is today. Uh-huh. Okay, fourth line is you never know what the guys are going to say. Oh Brilliant. my gosh! Wow. Now, now just run it all the way through. Blindsided podcast. Everybody listen. Three people know what the topic is today. If you miss an episode, you don't know what you're missing. You never know what the guys are going to say. Wow. Thank you very much. See, you felt on the spot, but you came up with, I think, uh, what may be the next Sergeant Peppers. Yep. Wow. I already got the music in my head. It's coming together. Uh, I can't wait. I get to play the drums. I totally envision a few weeks, Barry's going to come on one of these podcasts and be like, hey, can I borrow that cord to plug in my phone for our new theme song? Uh, I be wearing gold chains and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I feel honored to be in such the presence of such genius. I know. Thanks very much. You're lucky. I am. Is uh, it time we're, for We're uh, ready for What's That Smell, I yeah, think. Yeah, I'm waiting Thank for this. That was part of my song that you couldn't hear. It was like, The Smell. What's that smell? Andrew has to go last on this one. Okay. All right. So I'll go first. Because yeah, it's part first. of my body. I, I think you should, we should wait. It's kind of easy, okay, I think. Like you thought yours was easy, but yours was – It was easy. Like Sunday morning. You got it. I didn't get it. And I should. I actually use that. Soap. Barry, if this is gin, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> like Barry's going to give up some of his You got to name that gin. Don't look. You're looking. No, I'm not looking. You know what that is. You know what that is. I know the family of what that is. Don't blurt it out. I'm not. Oh, I know what that is. He knows what that is. I think Andrew's going to get this instantly. Oh, I know what that is. <laughs> Come on. It's yeah. an ultra marathoner's best friend. Right. It's pickles. One, two, three. Pickle, pickle. juice. Yeah. Pickle yeah. juice. It's just a pickle. Oh, pickle. Oh, that's just a literal pickle? Yeah, oh. it's just a pickle. I, I could tell. It was a dill. It is a dill, a dill yeah. yes. A yeah. Clawson dill pickle. Yeah. And it is a, oh, it's a it's a wedge. What do they call those? You mean a, 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 a yeah, a chip? Spear. 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 It's a yeah, spear? Spear. spear. No. Slice? It's not. It's a full pickle. It is really? Pickle. That was pretty aromatic for yeah. a full pickle. Yeah, that's what I, I thought. I do love pickles. That's what my wife said. When I put the pickle in the jar. Well, your wife? Oh, you are, we talking about, are we talking about well, her now? I guess she has to listen to it because <laughs> she's mentioned. She goes, She goes. you know, Andrew loves pickles. And I go, I did not know that. And she goes, yeah, he, he just ordered like $80 worth of pickles. <laughs> wow. Good. Now I found ones I like right here at Farmer's Rail. They have some good pickles. I've not yet been there. We've got to hit it. What are they? So good. Could you describe these said pickles? There's a jalapeno honey one. Oh, that does. And sound there's nice. a habanero horseradish one that I'm fond of. Horseradish pickles are by far like horseradish pickles are here, and all other pickles are down here. For you guys not able to see what Barry's doing because nobody can. That's a good point. <laughs> Up here is very high. Yeah. 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 Down here is very low. Yeah. All other pickles comp- comprise the last ten percent of all pickledom. Whereas horseradish pickles are the remaining 90%. It's the 90-10 rule. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we're almost out of time, and I did make a special request that I get to open and close tonight because I had a question. Um, we already talked about if you have an email to send us a question. Uh, maybe you want to come on the podcast. Maybe you want to meet us. Uh, I know everybody does. It's getblindsidedpod at gmail.com. So my closing question is this. Since I talked about an opening, what would be a great closing? Because I, I blew it last week because I, I, you know, there's some iconic closings of podcasts, which I don't want to repeat. Uh, but we need like a, something to get us out of the podcast. So I'm going to go around. I'll start with Joe because I'm looking right at him. Um, I thought about this. Good. And I was going to be like, love you. <laughs> That's oddly specific, um, but it's funny. Scott? Well, the first podcast I really listened to was Serial with Sarah Koenig. She had that very soft, like peaceful voice. So Who? I think it has Sarah Koenig. Who the hell is that? Oh, my God. She uh, does the podcast Serial, obviously. It was the first podcast to hit like 5 million listeners. Really? Oh, 
What's it about? We don't have time for that, Barry. We're wrapping up. Sorry. Next episode. It needs to be peaceful and calming like that. So I don't know what the words are, but. Uh, Well, think of some words words that you think are peaceful and calming that can send you out. I mean, I love you staking now, so. Thank you for joining us. Oh, I like it. Boring. Uh, How about you, Barry? What do you got for us? Uh, Join us again next week. (laughs) You just called Scott's boring? (laughs) That was pretty bad. (laughs) I have also thought about this. And so I thought to some of the greatest uh, last episodes of TV shows I could remember. And one of them in particular that I really think might fit is The Sopranos. Because nothing is greater than at the end when you just – 